0: And they're back for week two. Oh, yeah. What up, baby? Oh, hey. <laughs> hey. The league
1: that is not rigged because we all watched the Rams game, and now we all think it's rigged, and we think it's over, and we're still
0: wagering our money.
1: <laughs> what is going on? Week two reaction show. Let's get it by.
0: Week two reactions. NFL reactions. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the All Day, Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. Hell of a weekend. Voices are still a little bit shot. Plenty of beers and liquor gone the oh Saturday before this. Closing off your Sunday NFL football weekend. heading you, heading you Helping you get into that Monday blues, that scary Mondays, whoa, whoa, and your, whoa, whoa, whoa. your work still week. Sunday, still Sunday. But it is still Sunday, yes. Uh, if you are watching this, watching us on YouTube, make sure to drop a like, comment, and do not forget to hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening whether it's you know on the drive to work at lunch wherever the fuck you may be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify give us those ratings they do help us more than you will ever know big week of football um we are going to start we're going to get right into it I want to say some bullshit here and there but I'm not going to not going to sit there and do that uh let's go right into the Thursday night game Moving forward, again, just for the disclaimers, I do want to mention this as well. We do not cover the Monday Night Football games on this show. Just for you guys, we want to get the videos out as fast as we possibly can. So we are, we will not be talking about the Saints and the Panthers, and not talking about the Browns and the Steelers this week. Obviously, the Eagles and the Bucks play um, next Monday night, which we will not have a reaction show for Week Three. We will be doing some recordings on Thursday of this week, but we will not have a show next week. Why? Because I will be at that Bucks. An Eagles game in Tampa Bay. So, just all those disclaimers out of the way. Let's go into week number two. Thursday, September 14th, the Eagles' home opener against the Minnesota Vikings. They tried to give this. They tried to really, really, really hard. Tried to give this game to the Vikings, but the run game is still alive. DeAndre Swift. We knew it. We knew it was going to happen. 175 yards and a touchdown on the ground for Swift. The Eagles take a big win at home in the opener. 34-28 over the Vikings. I wanted
1: to cut you all twice during that little monologue, but I know you're moving. So two things. Well, actually, not one thing. <laughs> Do you bring the good luck mode? Good luck mode to the Tampa Bay. That's actually just the most important question. Do we bet the spread because the boys are in the building?
0: We have to, right? Okay, done deal. Like that's, all to. I need to know. that's all I need to it know. It ain't the bake show when he's got the Eagles D coming. All right, right? That's all I need to That's good on me. You got to give you some That's all I need to
1: know. You're my good luck there with the Giants. <laughs> you hey, can return the favor Bob again. Can. You know what I'm saying? Big win by the Birds. Uh, the Vikings are just a horrible football team. No, I mean, a little closer than I wanted, but good teams win, great teams cover. Uh, Kirk Cousins managed to have, what, 400, 500 yards, 16 touchdowns, and still lost the game. Wow. And the funny thing is, he's having four touchdowns. I don't know how many touchdowns he had in the first game. But Justin Jefferson, I mean, the, the coverage he gets in the red zone is, is incredible. He just does all the work. Gets everyone gets everyone down there, and then KG Osborne can get a free touchdown because there's 18 people on Justin Jefferson. Um, but the Bears look good. I mean, in games when you just, like, because people have a problem with, I feel like we don't look as flashy or maybe people feel like we look better last year. I think a lot has to do with the fact that there's been a lot of moving pieces, coordinators, new players coming in. But the fact that you can win games when it's gritty like this and teams are trying to call the way back the first two weeks, like I'm, I'm, I'm impressed me personally. People were a little concerned about this little AJ Brown scandal on the sideline. I, eh, are we for real? Like, first of all, they're boys. Like, he didn't get the – I think at the point of the game, he didn't have – I think he had a couple of receptions. Smitty's been doing a lot of the work. I mean, Smitty's been going to work the first two weeks of the season, so I can kind of understand the frustration. And the media's been trying to push this narrative. There's been, like, I think one or two times in camp he was asked about, like, Devontae Smith, is he a wide receiver one or whatever? Do you feel like – that? like, so it's been a narrative, and people see that on the side and they're trying to push it, but they're both dumb close. Like, you saw the very next drive. He went to him twice and should have had a touchdown if it wasn't for the P.I. It was called, right? Because there's been some PIs, we'll get to a couple games, especially the commanders games, PIs that weren't called. But big birds, the upgrade teams, when good teams cover, Uh, Sean Desai. Even though Vikings put up 28 points, great second game as a D coordinator. Want to see Brian? Oh, also, I I because this game was on Thursday, I forgot about this. While I was trying to talk, I had criticisms of Brian Johnson last week and early in this game because the offense looked a little weird. But the Vikings were running this weird, deep, like, cover two, take away everything deep, and he just pounded Swifty that had 175 yards of touchdown. That needs to be the running back one in Philadelphia. Stands. I don't know. And if anyone disagrees with that at this point, kind of brain dead. I think Swift needs to get 20 carries a game in Philadelphia Eagles uniform. And shout out Brian Johnson for seeing that adjustment. Go Bears.
0: I'll tell you what. I mean, not the flashy game, not the exciting exactly. game, not nope. the successful game that we were looking for from Jalen Hurts. But when your team is running for – what was that stats? I mean, it was like the 16th time or the 17th time they've had over 200 yards rushing on the ground, and Nick Sirianni was loving that. That was like that that clip that was going viral on, on social media because he was, you know, excited about that stat, 200 yards on the ground. That's, I mean, that's kind of what we were looking for. Everyone has these, everyone's getting all, you know, all twisted up and bent out of shape because Jalen Hurts didn't have that game, and so far he's got, you know, a couple more turnovers in Four, four or five quarters of football than we would have liked. Okay. Absolutely. But, like, when you have a season like you had last year, the expectations are ridiculously high. Mm. So I, I still, even as this coming from a Giants fan, I just don't understand where, yeah, I get you can have high expectations because of the year that you had last year, but it just it doesn't add up when they still won the game, the defense played well, we're running the ball successfully. It doesn't have to be a Jalen Hurts game every single game. To have blames being put on them when they're not doing great, I I I won't I can't fathom that.
1: Swift he's back in the two hundred five, going for two hundred yards like he's playing for St. Joe's Prep. Maybe <laughs> don't need to throw for three hundred today, Coach. We good.
0: This is why when, they'll when see. They'll see. Gamewell should not be number one. I mean, did that? Can that finally be like the the stamp of approval yeah. where like he's going to be getting the ball? Oh, what am I? That's the the Dolphins. I know, at. I know, but like we're recording okay. like during the fourth quarter of the Dolphins <laughs> sure, game. So sure, if anybody wants sure. to know that, that's what we're paying attention <laughs> to. Uh, we're going to head over to my team now. Moving forward, we're going to start with uh, Manny's team and then mine, so Eagles-Giants. Let's talk about the New York Giants. They went – can we talk about this stat for a second? They went a total of six quarters of football without scoring a single point and letting up a total of 60 because they Jeez. lost week one 40 to nothing, and they went into the locker room at halftime in Arizona down 20 nothing. 40 plus 20 is 60 to nothing. In a game and a half of football, that is unbelievable. I had I had shut the game off at halftime. Obviously, I had to move on to a different game because I I, I was ready to not watch the second half. But but what happens? Brian Dable, we love whatever we did. We we got we got you know there was some some asses were slapped. Some like there was some voices lost from Young in the locker room. This is what we this is what we asked for. This is what we asked for last week, by the way. And somehow you guys find a way historic comeback. 21 points down, the Giants find a way to beat the Cardinals in a team, in a game where this should not have happened and been remotely close to this happening. Somehow the Giants find a way to win this game. Daniel Jones, okay? Here's the big deal. Here's the big deal, in my opinion. We are so quick to put the blame on Daniel Jones and say that he's trash and say that he sucks when the Giants don't do not do good or they lose. But when they win, and he has a good game, we're so quick to say, oh, the Giants played a good game. The Giants played a good game. Let's look about. Let's look at week one with Joe Burrow last week. All you guys were all saying, oh, the Bengals had a bad game. The Bengals had a bad game. Not Joe Burrow. But when the Giants lost to the Cowboys, you said Daniel Jones had a bad game. Daniel Jones sucks. Not the Giants had a bad game and the Giants stink. So maybe put that reversal on other quarterbacks and other teams in the NFL, not just Daniel Jones. Good game for Daniel Jones. Way to bounce back, especially after that. Um, I will say little scared of, of the Saquon injury. Looks like it's just going to be a the, we avoided a a long-term fatal injury for the season. Uh, I think it's just going to be a sprained ankle for a couple weeks. Allegedly, still got to wait for the reports to come out on that. But a 31-28 comeback. The Cardinals only scored 8 points in the second half, outscored 31-8. to Great win for the Giants. The confidence is back and the mojo feels great.
1: Yeah, thank God. Like, I mean, thank God you guys won this game because I know you for, had money on them. So, not even just for a cool hour and a half, I was just going. I was thinking about all the obscene things I was going to say about this football team on this podcast. We could possibly have gotten banned off of YouTube. This was, I might have been the worst football team in the league for the first thirty minutes of this game. Easily. I mean, Joshua Dobbs is looking like prime Michael Vick, flexing ice. in the end zone. Dropping it like so, some of the balls he was dropping in the first half. I like, I couldn't believe I was like, is, does everyone just turn into a Harlem Globetrotter when they're playing the Giants? I was saying, I was shit, like, dude. is this just actually the worst team ever constructed? They have way too much talent for this. Bullshit. Next thing we know, we get composure, Jalen Hyde over the top. Can we talk about Finally. that? That's what I wanted to see. Him. The I defense agree. is coming along in the second half. I thought this was the worst defense ever cr- created in the first half. We're coming along, getting some stops. Thank you, Jesus. Prayers for Saquon.
0: Yeah, neat. I mean, and of course, in like the last two plays, it happens. Too. I don't
1: think it's going to be that bad, but I know they're going to try to use it again. So if it turns out that way, we just hope it don't go that way. But Danny does let a 21-point comeback, Bro. Oh what my God!
0: fuck are we talking about? Put some Apologies. respect on Daniel Jones. Apologies
1: need to be had. Boy, I did my public apology right here in this seat. I don't need to go again. I chose my side. I'll be wrong if he ends up blowing up, but I don't give a fuck because he's showing his ass daily in 21-point comebacks. Shout out Danny Don. Shout out to Giants. That's a big W. Are they better than the Commanders? That's a conversation we can have later, but
0: I know I'm not ready to answer
1: that question. That's a ball game. I actually, ooh, ooh, I'm ready, and I'm
0: going to that one in on like October. So ooh. I'm not ready to answer that one. Just
1: that might yet. be the game of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just loving the um, uh, both sides of the ball uh, in that second half. But especially Daniel Jones able to use his legs um, in the second half a lot more than he was in the first half, and he was airing the ball out a lot, and he looked really good doing it. I know it's it's the Cardinals. It's nothing to get excited about. But you needed a statement win after last week. So even though it wasn't a statement by blowing this team out, a 21-point comeback does exactly that historic comeback for the Giants. Great win there. Let's move on to the Packers and the Falcons. At the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, Desmond Ritter finds a way to knock off the Packers 25-24. to Bijan Robinson. Is just a freak of nature, and we are going to continue to say that week in and week out. Great win for the Falcons. Yeah, Bijan.
1: I mean, Bijan's actually. I mean, he definitely is top ten in the league right it's now. Like it's actually unreal. Um, I was. This game was. I mean, I thought it was over. I thought there was no way. I mean, I've been very critical of Desmond Ritter on this podcast to the first game. I was going to be very critical of him again, but he stepped it up. But when they were down fourteen, I think it was. Going into the fourth quarter, I'm like, ain't no way he'd better lead this comeback. I mean, come on. But I mean, still, you got B.J. Rob- you got B.J. Robbins, and he can do his thing and make it a little easier But he, But Dodger Raider played a very good fourth quarter and helped with this comeback. Um, a couple things, like, I just, I want to see more Kyle Pitts Drake London. Drake London scored, but there's a couple times in the red zone where like. I'm just not seeing any fades to Kyle Pitts. I'm not seeing any like fades or ISOs like the when on the short side of Drake London, it's just a little confusing. They'll figure it out. I think Arthur Smith, I mean Arthur Smith's smart smarter to figure that out how himself. Um, also, Jordan Love is very, 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 very real. Numbers don't show it, but I said this. I remember I said this when he only scored three points against the birds. I just see it. Like I I don't, I was with it when they're when they were winning the game. I'm still with it when they lost. That kid's real. I I don't know, like give it another year or two, maybe. I just think that being under Aaron Rodgers' tutelage really did something for him, and we can see how other other quarterbacks will get to him. Justin Fields, other guys that had to get thrown to the fire right away in not so great situations just hurts them. Not saying Jordan Love is blowing any guys out, any of those guys out on paper, but I think in the long run it will pay dividends. Um, this team misses Aaron Jones a lot. When he's on the football, when he's on the field, this team this hey. team's a, a much much better football team, and they probably win this game with him. But they'll be fine, and I think the Packers make us. We're seeing two teams that are going to make serious runs in their division, and they'll be really scrappy there, and they're probably and they're going to be scaring a lot of teams the whole year. So, great football game.
0: Yeah, I I really think you should be able to win a game when you run the ball forty five motherfucking times. I mean, is that like is that too Arthur much? To Smith, ask? Arthur Smith football, like seriously. Arthur Smith football. I mean, if you're just just, if, just, you're just looking at the box score, I mean, you got BJ it. Robinson. Bijan, Tyler, Desmond Ritter. 19 carries, 16 carries, 10 carries. That's ridiculous. And it was a one point game. Packers really should have won that game. And I feel so bad for betters because, like, I knew it. I knew it after that. Like after after as soon as the the Packers went down, I'm like, this is the game that's gonna get everybody. Like, they like the Packers were a trap today. The Packers were a trap today. We knew it. I stayed away from the game. We knew knew it. Packers covered. Yeah, but I'm just talking about like like that was a good Moneyline bet, too. It was. It, was plus, it was. Plus money. It was. I wouldn't have touched the spread. I would have taken Moneyline. Maybe that's why I'm not, not that great better, better. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on on that. To the Bills. The Buffalo Bills and the home opener. At home taking on the – go ahead. You can say it. Hey. <laughs> there you go. 38-10, hey. <laughs> the Bills get the big W at home in the home opener. Gabe Davis highlights there. And Josh Allen. Wow. A game where we don't have to talk about Josh Allen and his turnovers. Big win for Buffalo. Statement win. And they finally get to uh, move on from that uh, that terrible, terrible loss of Monday Night Football last week. Because, again, we didn't get to talk about them last week. So we can talk about it today. I mean, that was, that was a, a tough way to lose. Josh Allen will forever go down. Like, the matchup of Josh Allen versus overtime. It's just undefeated. I mean, I, I, I it's got to be the best matchup in football. Josh Allen versus overtime. Sorry about it. Sorry you had to lose on the punt return, but really good for that rookie that did that. Um, But you guys got to go home and get the win here, 38-10. to I'm
1: not going to lie. When Vegas hopped out to that 7-0 lead,
0: because
1: you know what I said about J- about Jalen Hurts and, and, and Josh Allen going into the season, how critical I was of Josh Allen going into the season. I was ready. We're talking about what I was saying about I was coming here to say obscene things about the Giants in the first half. I was coming here to. Oh, I was ready. I mean, I was looking at Josh Allen virtually through my head. Like if y'all don't get this W, I can't wait for this reaction show. But let's all take a deep breath. Let's hand the ball off to James Cook. Let's let him get a buck
0: twenty, bro. That's insane. Big
1: game from him. And let's just get back on track. Buffalo Bills. Stephon Diggs looked good today. I can't even. I can't even lie. Like. How did the Broncos lose to this team? They looked horrible. Like they looked really bad. Yeah, and I—I I mean, we'll get to the Broncos later, but I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, not much in this game. I mean, they were just slacking. Hope people cast their bets. That yeah. this was easy. This is a game where, you know, when you see this on the board, you just can't overthink this game. When people are like, ah, it's the Raiders plus plus seven. I know, people were scared because it was up
0: to 8.5.
1: Bro, I think it started at 9.5 and, and dropped down to 7.5, which is, uh, I guess, 10 points. I was scared of the 8.5. And and that's 10, a lot of points. That's a lot of points, but don't overthink
0: it. And I'll tell you what, um, Dalton Kincaid is, mm-hmm. is, is, is real. He's turning into one of them. And yeah. I really thought he was going to get in the end zone today. Dawson Knox kind of took that from him. He also had some other – his other – Hit three catches and a couple of the other targets were in the end zone. I know he had two targets in the end zone, but I, I do think I mean, I have him in a dynasty league, Dalton Kincaid, and in another league as a backup in fantasy. If we're talking fantasy, I, I think he's getting in the end zone next week, so I'm going to try to find that value. We'll start to do those uh, those pregame looks for those bets. It's a free in these pick coming weeks. All right, a big battle of the AFC North. Joe Burrow needs to get his team back on track after last week's loss, and unfortunately, he does not get it done. Why are the tweets and social media saying that Joe Burrow signs his money for his $275 million extension and now looks like Andy Dalton? <laughs> like, come on, brother. Come on. We got to chill. Is he, is
1: he not healthy? I don't think he I yeah, don't, They said
0: he re-aggravated the calf. I don't think he's This is yeah. exactly what Jamar Chase talked about. Jamar Chase said it right before the season started. Sit out the first four weeks because we cannot have you reaggravating this Later in the season when we actually need you. Turns out he might have been right because we're talking about it now. Possibly re-aggravating that calf and and, and now we're in some trouble. Ravens get the win in Cincinnati in the home opener, 27-24. to Had some injuries late with Odell Beckham. Is there a little curse going down in Baltimore? Don't know. But again, we get to see Zay Flowers flashing big win for the Ravens.
1: Jay Flowers flashing, T. Higgins looked good, still couldn't get the W, but he did look good. This is a huge W for the Ravens. I thought for sure, for sure, the Bengals were going to win this game. Divisional game, AFC North, you never know for real, for real. But just how they looked in week one, I thought this was definitely a W, but I think there's something going on with Joe Barrow. That offense looked anemic in the first half until they got rolling when they got the touchdown. It's real ugly out there. Like, I mean, they were kind of out physical. I Look like they were, out, I mean, our athlete. Like I don't even. Everything looked bad for them. Besides the second half when they started making a little bit of a comeback, but it looked like they had nothing clicking. Like they just looked outmatching every single area of the football game.
0: We're two weeks into the into the football season. I know this is a tough question, but in in what order do you rank the AFC North teams? After these two weeks, especially after this game, mm. like do you go Ravens one? Yeah. What, what's the four?
1: Oh, uh, right now it has to be Ravens, Browns, Bengals.
0: You still put Steelers at the bottom? What you? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: I was like, I I didn't even have to bother them, but I was like, do I putting the Browns there? It isn't a hot take right now. I mean, they won the matchup, whatever. But I I think the Bengals are a better team. I don't think Joe Burrow is healthy. Um, I think it's a different. I mean, after even after the the, the the Super Bowl run, they had a target on their back. I think the target on their back grew bigger. Another mm-hmm. successful year. Joe Burrow inking that contract. So, I mean, we'll see. I think they'll be fine on the stretch. Something that did grind my gears today, Nelson Aguilar had a big day. Yeah, Pretty bro. Pretty sure he got in the end zone. He and did. also, I didn't talk about the Falcons game. Mac Collins had a big day, yeah, too. Yeah, bro. We were so cracking up formal
0: Eagles for just snapping. All Eagles, guys. Matt Collins, <laughs> <laughs> Nelson Aguilar. Good for them. Nelson Aguilar not getting booed in a football game is crazy. Yeah, great for him doing
1: end zone <laughs> celebrations,
0: dude. Good for you, man. We'll give it to him. All right. Into an OT thriller, our first of two OT thrillers today. The Seahawks head to Detroit in a game at home for the Detroit Lions after a big home, a big opener to the season against Kansas City. Really thought this was going to be the game for the uh, for the Lions coming off that big win against the Chiefs. And the Seahawks shut this down in overtime 37-31.
1: Well, the game was won. Yeah. Potentially, but very much won. And Jared Goff throws the pick six, and then it just all oh, and
0: he ruins the streak. We he ruins well, the streak.
1: He, he, he ruins the streak, which is crazy because I didn't even like I, I heard that, and I was like, "Yo," because he's been playing real good football with the Lions, and it's been pretty quiet. did forty-four. No, but I can think. we can we. He's been playing real good football with the Lions, and it's been, it's been extremely quiet. But that's insane because he was close to a pretty crazy record. Can we imagine?
0: Can we imagine Jared Goff on the top of, of in of like a, a historic on anything? A
1: prestigious quarterback record.
0: Like Jared, Jared Goff, Goff being number one at, in history?
1: <laughs> what, what, what we
0: would have all been talking about if that sure, happened.
1: Surely makes sense to me. But yeah, if there was a pick six, we think, oh, fuck. Like he just ruins it, whatever. And then Geno Smith makes possibly – I mean definitely the worst f- football play I've seen so far this season. But one of the worst football plays I've ever – like. 3rd and whatever. What was it 3rd and 15? Like 3rd yeah. and 3rd and we just, we're not getting this. Let's just punt the ball. I think we're on our 20-ish. So we can, a good punt, flips the field a good bit. We can at least get him on their 20-30 so it's not, we, we can get a stop or whatever. Scrambles all the way back to the corner wow, to the doing? fucking pylon. Did our brain start working? Did get Get we- rid of the ball. I like he was actually playing Madden. Like that's that's some Madden. You're online, like you're looking downfield. You like, damn, but I get open, but I get open. Like, oh, should I run out of bounds? Like on my one yard line. Like that's exactly because, like, like he like, just he just lagged out. And like, now
0: they're punting. He just, no, he actually to, lagged out. Like now they're punting the midfield instead yeah. of pinning them down inside. You know the twenty or something like that. I mean that is. That was <laughs> like, yo. You're too much of a veteran quarterback too much. to know. Too much. Just throw it away. Too much yo, like he, he ain't fast I enough. Th- I think he went left. Did he go left? He ran in He a came, came he back. He literally did a figure eight Look. and ran all the way back. Geno oh, Smith, that might have been one of the that's gotta be I mean, are we ranking that as top top two, top three? That's gotta be top three. Worst plays was have ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geno <laughs> Smith, you guys pointing to Deshaun Jackson. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Geno <laughs> <laughs> Smith running
1: around in circles. This was a crazy. I think there, yo there was a bet that cashed too. Two, like this guy had like an overtime parlay this game, and the Chargers gained that cash. This game was definitely insane. though. I didn't get to watch too much of it. I just saw like the any like I saw the fourth quarter, the pick six. Geno Smith is like just just being with Geno Smith. I don't even know. And then the OT, but. I mean, what a Lions way to lose a football game. Like all, all, I'll, all I'll say is, just what a Lions way to lose a football game. Jesus fucking
0: Christ! Yeah, they had that game in the bag. This was multiple s- times supposed to be a, um, you know, a, a two, a great two and zero start, especially after, like I said, the win against Kansas City in Kansas City to open the season. Obviously, doesn't go that way. Geno Smith tried to give you the win. That doesn't happen. Let's move to our second overtime game of the day. Chargers are looking to not start zero and two after the thriller of a game against Miami last week. Well, wow. we are in Tennessee for a game where a lot of people were picking Chargers easily. Well, wow. survivor, survivor teams, survivor leagues, Chargers easy, right? Not the case. The Titans. Knock off the Chargers and send them 0-2. Justin Herbert, Kellen Moore, Staley. We got to figure this shit the fuck out. 27-24, Titans.
1: The Chargers are 0-2. That's crazy. What are we talking about? You know what I mean, How are we talking about that? You know what I mean? I did not think we would be here right now. One thing, let's not, Elf in the room, Austin Eckler's a big loss in this game. I mean, we lose no I, I think we do with this game with Austin Eckler. Regardless, we need some new corners. Like bad. This game was in a position to where because Ryan Tannehill was looking like Ryan Tannehill early. And Justin Herbert, sleeve Herbert, by the way, I like the look. Yeah. I, I mean we lost the game, so I mean he might take the sleeve off, but I was liking sleeve Herbert early. I can't lie. And, and Ryan Tannehill was doing Ryan Tannehill things. Turned the ball over, looking ugly on his back. I mean, I don't even know who he's throwing to at the time. And then just for some reason, the Charger corners just just forgot technique, how to play football. I mean, we got beat over top so many times to Ryan Tannehill. Traylon Burks had a nice play, though. That's a yeah, good, that's a good the play deep for him. Ball. I, I kind of want to see him succeed because everything's going on with A.J. Brown in Philly, and, like, it's kind of – it just you know what I mean? Good for him. But we can't be having Ryan Tannehill look like, I mean, you know what I mean? Tom Brady? Like, what is going on? Leading comebacks over the top? Or with all this talent, all this money we invested, I I just don't. We got rid of coordinators for this. We blame other people, and the players still can't get it. I mean, we have marquee names. The they name, think about the charge defense. Is there's marquee names on that defense, and it just still doesn't, for some reason, doesn't like doesn't translate to wins. I just don't understand. We can't be letting Ryan Tannehill look like that. One thing that did touch my mind this game it was early in the game. Something I thought was just extremely disrespectful. Fourth and four. On, like, in their up, I think they were up by seven, the Chargers were, and they like go for it. Justin Herbert gets a crazy a touchdown pass, it ends up working. But I, I just don't like It's just a lot of dumb shit going on, and we're 0 2. I think Brandon Staley's coaching for his job next week.
0: Bro, 0
1: 3 football teams are dead. I mean, we all know how this goes. I think Brandon Staley's absolutely coaching well, for
0: his job. Well, you got the, you're, you're in and Minnesota I think, next week. So. I think
1: next in line, and I mean, they're 0-2 playing for their season as well, and that's in Minnesota. I game go either way. Over over under 51 and a half. I think that motherfucker <laughs> is fun. Like, yeah. we know how that's gonna go. But I think that I think these are two teams playing for their season, and Staley's playing for his job, and I think the next in line is calling the plays for him right now. Yep. My personal opinion.
0: Well, so, I mean, you got if, if you Chargers gotta wake the hell up because you're 0-2 and you got Vikings in Minnesota home against the Raiders, which is most likely going to be a W, but that's a divisional matchup. Then you got uh, your home against the Cowboys and then in Kansas City. I mean, there's a lot of potential to not have a single win no, no, after six jo- fucking jo- jobs games. Jobs
1: could be lost by Halloween. It's like, yeah, Jobs <laughs> could be lost by Halloween. That's for sure. The, the, for sure.
0: That, that's the clip right there. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> jobs by <laughs> jobs by Halloween. Like, <laughs> Trick I'm, or treat, get the fuck out I of LA. I hate <laughs>
1: for it to be like that. I'm root,
0: I root for y'all, man. This is all right, two, probably the lock of the day for bettors. Uh, this man over here had that uh, literally in the bag. The Buccaneers home against the Chicago Bears, minus 2.5 on the spread, which was the lock of the day. They went by 10, 27-17. Baker Mayfield is baking up his show. I'll tell you that, 317 and a tutty for the boy. I
1: think from that point of the Vikings game, I think it was second quarter when he found out who Mike Evans was and like how he reacts and how he acts in this league and how he's going to get a gold jacket one day. He was just like, fuck it. We're going to keep going to you. 171 yards, two tugs It looks like no one can stop Mike Evans. It was not Tom Brady. Crazy. It was not Jameis just throwing it up to him. He can do this shit with anybody, and that man's a Hall of Famer. Shout out Mike
0: Evans. And you know what? Maybe that means he's going to stay with them because of all yeah. that noise. Saying he might go somewhere else. I, but, contract. like,
1: yeah, he could be trying to play his ass off the con. He could, it could be good marketing. You know what I'm saying? Hey. It, could, it could be good marketing. A question I do have for you. Everyone listening and watching. Is Justin Fields a product of a bad organization and a bad system? Or is it just not? I mean, we got to start talking about this at some point.
0: You know what I mean? I don't think he's there yet. He, we know he's an athlete. We know he's he, we know he is a freaking in nature athlete. I
1: think he's one of the people that could have extremely benefited from a Jordan Love situation.
0: I think... Oh, I'm not going to say that. Keep it on my phone. I just... I, I don't think he's there yet. I it, think but he, it's tough. It's tough to be there when consistently year in and year out you have some bullshit going on you don't have a great roster you don't have a great guy, group of guys around you but again you could say the same thing for Jordan Love it's not like he has the best guys around him but ah, they're all rookies you know Matt LaFleur
1: great track record great organization good defense good running game Wet like ah it, it's hard to compare like i just feel like I feel I feel like Jordan Love walked into a situation where it was all kind of there was like almost zero expectations. I feel like like it was I feel like Matt LaFleur's coaching with no stress. Like I feel like every ever since Justin Fields walked through that door, like first game of the season when Andy Dalton was a starting quarterback, it was like a high cortisol, like high stress situation. Everyone's like like it was like a magnifying glass and it's just not working out. I think he needs I I think he's got to get out of Chicago. I mean, until I can, because I I don't want to jump the gun and say he's not it because I just I think this situation is just I don't know how many guys out of that class or classes from before or after that aren't extremely rare guys that we hail as top quarterbacks even as young guys right now that would thrive in that situation. But that's I, honestly out of this game. Besides, I mean the, I, the Bucks are, are kind of who I thought they were going to be a scrappy nice team. I'm good for Baker Mayfield. I saw him doing a lot of mobile running around on the ground like he's leaving it all out on the field for the Buccaneers, which is good for him. But I'm just wondering about Justin Fields in Chicago and how long that situation is going to keep going on.
0: I mean, that 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 can be a, a lingering question throughout the entire year, especially these next couple of weeks moving forward, at least the next month, with the Chicago Bears sitting at 0-2 now. Is it Justin Fields or is it, is it the Chicago Bears? It's very simple. And I think a lot of people could, will be quick to say that it's the Chicago Bears. That's where I'm, yeah. yeah. But I think you put him under a magnifying glass I he don't look that a- great either. He don't look that great either. He don't look that great either. So that's lie. where kind of like that's where my thought process is. I'm not saying it's totally Justin Fields like, to blame. But at some point, blames have to be addressed and, and put out there. Let's move to the Chiefs and the Jags. Chiefs looking to get a much needed win after the loss at home in the banner night. And they do just that. 17 to 9. Pretty scrappy game. Nothing too special, but Travis Kelsey gets his touchdown in his first game of the year. Good to see him back. Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes. Got to see a better game out of Pacheco. Again, not super crazy things to highlight in this game. Was kind of on the boring side, but we knew the Chiefs were gonna get the win. I really did think the Jags had a had a solid chance nah, to win this game. Nah, but was uh the Chiefs bro. really wanted to 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 lose this game.
1: The Jags should have won this game like twenty eight like seventeen. Like they were in the red zone so many fucking times. We had fumbles. We had you don't get a Pat Mahomes pick. Kelsey drops. First game back looking rusty. I think, they, I think they had a fumble or two. We're in the red zone four or five times. T-Law's missing wide open players in the red. Like, if you're if you're a Jaguars fan, I feel like we just let had, like, a golden opportunity to just slip out of our hands. Like, this, this Chiefs team still looks like they have, like, zero identity. The offense is the weak point on this team, which is something I never thought I would have said about the Kansas City Chiefs. Ever since we started this podcast, I thought that would have been a hallmark 30, 40, 50 point a game until we were old in our rocking chairs. So, I, as much as the Chiefs should feel good about getting a gritty, nice win on the road, especially tough plays to Blake going to New Al, I know they may hate <laughs> how I say that, but that's how I like saying it. So, no, I'm not going to say fuck y'all because I like y'all. And I, I like y'all, Coach, so I can't say that. I'll tell you I'm what. i saying not all like that. But I don't think there's a lot to be confident about in Kansas City.
0: And that's my hot. Team. No, they did not look good. Kansas City did not look good. Um, again, again, again. And I don't think they're gonna look good at all. This I season. mean, it's a little. It's if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm getting a little bit scared. You know, we talk about this show being a reaction show. It is not an overreaction to be a little bit scared if you're a Chiefs fan. No, the hey, other. They are just thing, lucky
1: the division sucks.
0: Yeah, that's also true. The other thing I want to mention is let's not forget Doug Peterson. Head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson, called that Christian Kirk was going to have a game because he wasn't incorporated a lot last week. But what happened? (laughs) 11 catches and 110 yards. This was literally called by the coach, executed perfectly, just had to highlight that because coach called it and it did happen. I know we had Kevin Ridley get a little banged up and all that kind of stuff, but 14 targets. And then let's also talk about another receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Kadaris Tony caught all five passes that were thrown to him. That boy,
1: that boy. <laughs> Good job. I just see that. So uh,
0: the Chiefs really, really. Uh, I think a lot of people thought they were going to win this game with ease, but they really wanted to. They they did really try to lose this game. So again, T-Law, you should be worried. T.
1: Law had a pretty stinky game. let me highlight the Christian Kirk stuff. There were some big plays involved. It was pretty stinky. T long. we gotta see you better than that. The media's not gonna be too loud about that because you're kind of a golden boy, so you can get it from this podcast. That shit was stinky. I could smell it through the TV. It's all good but, though. Got, s- next week's a new week. Next we get 16 Cent Sundays. That's so, right. That's right. So, all
0: right, let's head to our rookie quarterback head-to-head matchup in Houston. CJ Stroud's Houston Texans host, Anthony Richardson's Indianapolis Colts. The Colts get a big win here, thirty-one twenty highlight game from CJ Stroud. Tough one to see, though, with uh, Richardson going down on that second rushing touchdown. Saw that big whiplash on the head that just came all the way back. Got knocked back. Knew that was an immediate concussion. So we'll see how that changes the uh, the Colts' mindset for next week. Will gardner Menchu start? In my opinion, I think that will be the case there. But a great game from C.J. Stroud, even though the team did not even come close to winning this game.
1: Yeah, I mean, for the time that Anthony Richardson was involved in this game, he was— Felt all over the field. I mean, two rushing touchdowns. Had very much full control of this game, and then that hit was brutal. He, obviously, people are gonna say he's gonna find a way to protect himself better, including myself. That was kind of a marginal one, but he's gonna go look back and be like, okay, we just have to find a way to not get hit. I mean, that was an avoidable hit. At the end of the day, he could dive into the end zone and not take that hit. That was a vicious fucking like. He could have got con- concussion on the on the initial hit like that. He got yeah. fucking tagged. Um, but CJ Stroud, I said last week, I'm pretty sure I said that Anthony Richardson did have a better week than him and did look like the better rookie QB, but it was close. CJ Stroud, obviously AR got hurt, but I don't know how much he's gonna be able to contend with three. What was that? Is that does that say 380? Yeah, 380, 42 touch. I don't know how much AR was going to be able to do about that. I mean, CJ Stroud found out who Nico Collins was and it was over with from there. And I and and I think personally the tools are all there and he's still streaming raw. Yeah, this is gonna be a reoccurring theme for six, seven, eight years to come. I think.
0: Yep, you're exactly right. And and like for Houston Texans fans, like I know we have a good baseball team that continues to make the playoffs every year, and nobody goes. Fuck to the, em. Nobody goes. Yeah, fuck them. But nobody <laughs> goes to the to the Texans games. You know, you barely get people there. Finally. This is something to be excited about hey. If you pay attention to football down in Houston And not hey. just baseball CJ Stroud is the real fucking deal And we finally got to see a big game Where we can put him on a pedestal And say hey Even though the team sucks Even though there's there's a large chance You're not going to win a lot of games Especially in the majority part of the season This is something to be happy about And you got a great, great uh, you know, group of receivers down there That can help Mm-mm. Mm-hmm.
1: That boy tanked out
0: Hey, that's my... Watch uh,
1: out in the future for that boy. I'm telling you,
0: my one of my dynasty guys, too. I got him late in the Oh, that's a, that's a sneaky steel. guy. Look at steel. you. Steel. They don't, like, stop fucking with Look me. at you. All right, let's go to L.A. Divisional. Right. Another okay. Divisional matchup. The 49ers in L.A. taking on the Rams after the Rams had a big, big win last week. But the 49ers score the same amount of points that it did against the Steelers last week. 30-23 to 23 over the Rams. CMC is clearly... The best running back in the league.
1: He's not better than Derrick Henry, but that's um, crazy. Nah, I'm not I, like like B. John Robinson might be the best I'm playing. <laughs> um First of all, shout out Puka Nakua. Uh broke the rookie record for receptions through two games with twenty. And I was trying to put y'all on young. My, my two...
0: You said it last week.
1: My two young receivers from L.A. Stafford hasn't looking special. Besides the two interceptions, Stafford had an amazing game. And I know you can say that about a lot of people. But, <laughs> just some of the throws he makes is just stupid to some of these dudes. It's just dumb. Um, can we talk about the elephant in the room? Why do you think they kicked that field goal? I saw a lot of opinions. I saw some people say that, there was possibly time. You could kick it onside kick. Four you seconds left it on the clock. Back. You could run a play.
0: What are we doing?
1: I saw some people say, what else do you do? So, the,
0: the real deal is to understand what the actual line was in this game. In the 49ers game. Because I'm just, I have never thought that the NFL was rigged. Really? Never. Not once. But I've Rude. seen now in back-to-back fucking weeks. Why would you kick a field goal with time expiring? Who is radioing to? Who's radioing down to these coaches saying, "Hey, time is expiring." Instead of just saying, "Hey, we'll take a knee. The game's over." Or, or we just take a shot at the end zone, and try to get a you know seven points on the board. Maybe we'll go for two, but we're not gonna get the hail mary to go in. Why would we ever kick the field goal there? Unless, Fanduel's gotta win. DraftKings gotta win, Caesars gotta win. This is crazy to me, crazy to me. I, I I feel like we're gonna see that we're starting to see this more and more. I mean, that was almost clear as can be, like clear as day. That was like gotta be, you know, in the top three, top five of one of the crazier things I've seen. If you're talking about betting with sports, I mean, people, that's on the top.
1: To the people that were saying that they could possibly kick a field goal and run another play, and there's no way they could have kicked a fifty yard, fifty five yard field goal to play before, but they. They threw the ball to Puka to get a dish to get closer for the field goal. So somebody had seven and a half. So, I don't yeah. know who. I don't. I don't know. Who, I'm not going to speculate. If someone had seven and well, a I, half.
0: I, I'm not going to understand. It could
1: just been the books.
0: It could just been the books. But but NFL, you got to explain this right now. We need an uh, explanation for why we're doing that because that's a meaningless kick. That's a meaningless three points. That's a different one. But not for the people that had seven and a half. That's a different one. It's crazy because that takes away though all the reactions from the game. I mean, it wasn't this wasn't a spectacular game by any means, but the reactions from my end are. I mean, the Rams have played a very solid two games. They uh-huh. have. Like, I wasn't expecting the Rams to start out scoring points, staying in games, beating the Seahawks, beating down on the Seahawks, coming here, putting up a, a strong fight against you know top two NFC team in in the league last year. So, good on them. And Matthew Stafford is a leader. And with Cam Akers possibly on the block, we saw that this morning. Injuries possibly on the block. Kyron Kyron Kyron, Williams. Kyron Williams is real. First touchdown of the day of the career.
1: And then then when when that boy Cup comes back, like, it's...
0: Like... The Rams Stafford has three weapons again? I'm gonna say the Rams, the Rams may be on watch. The Rams may be on watch. Wild card watch, I think. And who was who was thinking that? Not a lot of nah, people. Not may. a lot of people. Definitely not me. All right, to the now two and and0 Cowboys. Can we fight like can we some some team out there has just gotta shut these Cowboy fans up? I mean, I'm seeing the montages before the game starts today. And it's all these Cowboys fans. Here we go again. I don't know why they do this to themselves. Here we go again. It's our year. It's our year. We beat the Giants forty to nothing in the rain. It's our year. Why do they do this to themselves every fucking year? The thing
1: is, it's not. It's not just them, which is the reason why it makes me sick. Like I get like a baby whenever I think about it. Because everyone, I think, for the consensus, like I don't know, man. The Cowboys are just, you know, every time I kind of talk to somebody, the Cowboys, they look like a well-oiled machine and shit. They did look good. They looked good both games. I can't be upset for teams who take advantage of circumstances to the fullest. I can't. Y'all want to get a kick blocked and, and forget how to play football? Or what am I? What are, I can't? I can't be mad at them for that. They Aaron Rodgers wants to snap his Achilles in week one. I can't be mad at them at that, for that. They look great both times. The offense looked extremely good both times. I also think, I think one big thing for this offense that makes them extremely. I mean, the addition to Brandon Cooks is huge. CeeDee Lamb looks like he gets better every single game. But I think Tony Pollard being that feature back because of everything he can do out of the backfield as well just adds another element that defense has to account for every single down, which is making this team scary. I mean, and and DeMarcus Lawrence and the boys are causing havoc every single time they put their hands in the ground. Cowboys are who I thought they were. I said it, it was going to take 12 to win the division. It might be 13.
0: They're good. They mad at us. (laughs) We gonna see though. I mean, here is the deal: it's a thirty to ten win, twenty point win without Aaron Rodgers. Come on, and this is it. Just goes back to the initial point: when you have a great defense, it makes the like it makes playing on O that much easier, that yeah. much better. We look back at when Peyton Manning was in the Broncos when he did that Super Bowl run; the defense was immaculate. Even in those Super Bowl runs, that eighteen zero season from Tom Brady, like great fucking defenses, like so. It's nice for Dak Prescott, who I don't think is all that good. I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Whoa. So when you have a good defense, yeah, Dak, you can perform because you don't have to worry that much. And we're also giving a lot of work on Tony Pollard, which is a great call on them to get rid of Zeke and make Tony the number one guy. But this is not a statement win we didn't. Set any records or set any marks or scare anybody. No, because Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. Zach Wilson just being himself, turning the ball over. Matter of
1: fact, can we can we load up that sketch? Yeah, let's load up that let's load up that sketch. Let's yeah, let's see let's see when they have to play real football.
0: So, oh okay. We got the next we'll Gee, talk about like, right we don't here. have
1: to play football for two weeks. Next
0: four games in the don't Dallas have to Cowboys. Play. We are in Arizona. And nah, then nah, home nah, against nah. the Patriots. This and is quite they got
1: an additional season. preseason.
0: Yeah. So you got Cardinals, Patriots, 49ers, Chargers. Your next four games. And they then got, they just got they,
1: they just played an additional pre like like Giants week one preseason game. Jets week two preseason game. Cardinals week four preseason game. And then the pages like the week 4 2 no, where the Stars had to play like the first like half of the game where it's like okay now it kind of they're, they're going to go they're going to win that game. They're going
0: to be f- 4-0 going to San Francisco.
1: On NBC late night. Cool. I like that. I like where I, I like where we're el, that. Go el- the, el- 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 go to the Chargers were they're de- desperate beat. I mean, desperate team jobs on the line. We never know what could happen. Rams, they gotta go see my man Puka and Tutu. That'd be Adwell. crazy. They gotta go see Puka Coop, and Tutu. Cooper should be back then. So I don't even care about Cooper. They gotta go see Puka and Tutu. I might even, even worry about. I might even about Cooper. Right and
0: now. then you go in Philly. Goodbye. And then they gotta see Danny Dimes. And at that point, like then they gotta go see Danny Dimes. What, 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 don't go down twenty-one. What's Prime don't say? Go down, don't. What? I mean, don't go up
1: twenty-one. Don't go play a Giants. And go twenty-one. It's over. What, 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 what's Prime say? Over. We coming. It's over. With. We coming. Don't go up twenty-one versus <laughs> Daniel Dimes. That's one thing we learned today.
0: Yeah, that is one thing we learned today. All right, moving we'll, on we'll, here. We'll Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys got to chill, okay? We'll, we'll, we'll you see. fans do this to yourselves every goddamn year, and it's just a you just you make yourselves a laughing stock. Couple games to go we'll here, and we got two to go here actually. Two to go. The Commanders hold off the Broncos on that Hail Mary. That was a unbelievable. unbelievable. Like only the Commanders. I'm telling you. Thirty-five to thirty-three, the Commanders hold on that Hail Mary. Play some good defense to uh, to lock down that two-point conversion. Why
1: do- is it good defense? That was a PI. That was that, that's <laughs> what, that's what that's what pass interference looks I like. Saw it. You know what I mean? If me and you wanted to go start to be a referee today, and we got to the pass interference section, it'd be that play. <laughs> like this one, we missed, but we are gonna get this one back. Cause damn, they could have got the Hail Mary two-point. We go to overtime, but instead. Instead, the Commanders are two and zero, and that's crazy. To tied about. for first place in the NFC East, and the Denver Broncos are zero two. This is the same team with was it Nathaniel Hackett. I got well, I, We got questions every single week. They looked better. We were scoring points. Can't stop a runny nose. It's Sam How? Like who is he? Is this brain? Like who is this? Is this is this? Because I, I, he's real. First of all, I saw opinions on Twitter talking about he he didn't prove anything. And I, I don't know, but I don't, you know what I'm saying? I've seen some crazy things on the internet watching some football. I think I Sam, think Sam Howell is, I think he's very real. And I, I, I think, I think the commanders are, are, aren't like they're here in the division race. And what I mean by here in the division race, like just as much as you guys are, where you guys aren't going to win the division, but the games versus you, is there's no, there's zero cupcake like, weeks in the NFC East. That week one, which all day week one, I think is an, is an anomaly. The Cowboys got away with one. But I don't think anyone's going to have a free week like that the rest of the way in the NFC no. East. But, I mean, definite fucking P.I., first of all. Second of all, we're coaching for, I mean, just social standing, jobs, like pride, ego. Like, everything's on the line week three for the Denver Broncos. Because when we sign Russell Wilson... I did not think this was going to be a possibility that we were going to be sitting on this podcast and talking about they were going to, there's a high possibility by the end of year what? This year two, year three, year two, that they were going to be under 500 in those two years. I did not think
0: that was possible. I don't care. Also, I, don't I thought care. we would have at least seen them in the AFC Championship
1: one time. I don't care no where bullshit.
0: you put it and how you speak about it, but I don't think, and what the schedule was for the Washington Commanders. I don't care who was on the schedule. I don't think a lot of people had fucking Commanders at 2-0. After no, weeks of football. no, nope. So, I like I said, it goes back to the point. I don't, like, yeah, it's the Broncos. Like, maybe people can say that. I don't, I, I don't care. It is
1: the Broncos. It, but it
0: could be anybody. Good for them, though. Like, like, good shit. Yeah, I'm with you. Sean Payton, like, let's, can we talk about this for a second, though? I want to come back to this kind of statement when we're at the end of the year. How many games Sean Payton loses with... Russell Wilson and the Broncos in one-score games. Would like to know that stat at the end of the year.
1: It's going to be as many as they lost last year. It's the same fucking team.
0: Copy-paste.
1: Like, Jesus, bro. If I'm, a, if, I'm a, if I'm a Denver fan, I just want everything going. I, I, want, I want clean house. I want everything going. How is a team like the Commanders lapping us? You yeah. know. Sam Howe. Brian Robinson running for two touchdowns on us. Like, we're getting lapped by the Commanders. <laughs> like I, I, Sheesh. Clean house. I'm calling for it.
0: Maybe we are overreacting, but no, uh, no,
1: we're not we can't
0: close. be when the goddamn Commanders even, are two and zero.
1: Not even close. Not even close. Yeah, God, like, I think they they might be better than uh, like we can't go there. All right,
0: are early. they better than the Giants? I'm not saying it. I'm not. Even, I'm not saying it. Did you see Joshua Dobbs in the first half? Yeah, bro. They make no one look like that. I know. Well, me. I'll be there on October 22nd. At MetLife. To see that will Scott be Denver, the game man. of the that year. That will be.
1: The game of the year. I don't that care. Will be. That's my game of the year. That don't care. That will be.
0: Don't care. Finally, last game of our NFL Sunday in our week two NFL reactions. A boring game in Foxborough in the home opener. No, it's not. Their second game said the Eagles there. Uh, Dolphins visit Foxborough to take on Mac Jones' his Patriots. And they get a pretty boring but simple win. 24 to 17
1: almost a glorious choke job in this fourth though like i don't i have to see what happened there they lucky the dolphins might have dodged some smoke that's all i will say they lucky we had to hit that record button but good for y'all good w good teams win great teams covered don't know how this was two and a half don't know how people thought the patriots about to win this game it's just a complete mismatch on all sides of the ball they were i mean I think the Patriots knew they lost before they even lost. I mean, we were in pre three-man deep. Like, they had three safeties deep in the first quarter, first and ten, bro. I guess it's Bill Belichick. Like, he had something up his sleeve. But, like, I, that is just so ass. Like, when teams do, like, they did that. The Vikings didn't really do that versus us. There was a couple plays they had three safeties deep. But that straight prevent. I understand it saying, why don't Tariq Hill? But we got it. I, that shit's just boring to watch to me. But good for y'all. Good teams win,
0: great teams cover. Tua looked pretty solid tonight, I would say. Box scores that. She doesn't say that. Because they're running
1: fucking three three deep safety shit, like I was saying. What the fuck? Like, it's not football, bro. I mean, it is football, but Jesus Christ. Throw some balls.
0: That is our NFL Week 2 reactions on Sunday. If you watch this on YouTube, make sure to drop a like, comment, and do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Listeners on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, make sure to drop those ratings. They do help us a long, long way. Like we said earlier, we will not be doing a week three because I will be at Monday Night Football in Tampa for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Philadelphia Eagles game. We will be here later in the week for a preview show. Plenty more to cover on that. If you are not following us on social media, Twitter at ADED Podcast, Instagram at ADED Pod, and our TikTok, which is simply the name of the show, The All Day Everyday Show. We'll see you guys in a bit. Saints Panthers Monday night, Browns Steelers Monday night. We'll see you guys then. We're not talking about them. You've been listening to The All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. Talk to you guys soon. Week two reactions. We're so fucking back. See you in week four.